Miami sun, she won't get a chance. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking cozy, now that's a bust down. Big stepper pushing up, they better wow. run. Welcome to episode 35 of the Zone Talk podcast. I am your host, Jamel, and I'm back this week with Donovan, Rashad, Knapp, and Devon is in the middle of football season doing his thing, so he will not be with us uh, this week. But y'all wish him luck uh, this season over at Framingham State. Nobody put up, pull up on him. Um, yeah, what did Devon say? One of them days where... Oh, you questioning if he really want to be out there? <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the trenches right now. So. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to have one of those feelings every training camp. In the dark days of camp. That boy said it's one of them days. Make me, you Is it worth if it? if you love this shit or not. <laughs> nah, we know my boy is grinding. He loves love the game, so that boy, gonna, he going to do his thing. But that's interesting, though, because every every football player has had that feeling in training camp. Like, whether it be – your first training camp, if you're going to college, like, or, um, you know, in, like, the summers in Pop Warner, like, you like, damn, like, I don't even know if I'm, like, built for this. I was just like, telling them. At um, some point, that feeling hits you. I was just telling uh, Knapp and uh, Donovan, like, like, you know, during these times, at this point in the season, like, you, I just think about, like, the heat waves on the on the turf field. Like, you looking off, you see the heat waves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That'd be the worst. <laughs> It's seven thirty. You know you're gonna sweat. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sweating by the time you get out. If you, me, or a lineman, <laughs> any of my fellow lineman, early in the morning, like just getting after it. Yo, honestly, I be having those like, am I built for this shit? Moments. I was having those moments in like October. <laughs> like, I mean, like, because the season's long, and I mean, yeah. we at the beginning of it right now, and so like you'll have those days, yeah. especially like the first hot day, because you know all the days before the first hot day were hot. Yeah. Word. But the first, but the, hot, the first day, hot, hot day, you don't want to do nothing after. <laughs> Word. You asking don't. for an extra water break. I remember back in college, I asked for some water. And don't ask for no water. <laughs> 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 I was at a drill. It was a, I must have been a sophomore or a junior. Yeah, and, you um, must have been tripping is what you must have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, but <laughs> Yo, <laughs> if the D lineman in my group can attest to this, we ain't had no water in about... 15, like, minutes on the clock. Not 15, like, regular minutes. Like, they put it on the scoreboard 15 minutes. So, and I was like, damn, like, we ain't, we ain't had no water. It's damn near 106 on this turf. <laughs> All y'all 270 yeah. plus yeah. moving around crazy with no like, water. He was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Water? Go get some water, man. Like, I was like, well, damn. Like, you he tried yeah, to right. give you the waters for the week spiel. <laughs> But um, in all seriousness, though, that coach was actually one of the the best coaches I had, and so, you know, it was odd because that was the most brutal training camp experience I had as well. He's big D one now, right? Yeah, he was at Virginia Tech last I saw. Zach Sparber, shout out Sparber. Yeah, um, if he ever listens to this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you guys have any crazy training camp stories or anything you've seen in training camp that had you like, damn, like, oh, actually. I remember the, there was a day in training camp. I think it must have been my sophomore. It was either my sophomore or junior year. 
where it was it was one it was one twelve on the turf, and um, I ain't get my physical done, oh, so I have to practice. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think I'm pretty sure it was I'm pretty sure it was my sophomore year. And like I'm coming off of getting decent playing time, like get like I started by the end of the year, and so like I was at the first day of practice, and it was like yo, it was excruciating heat out there. Like I was, yeah, I was out there in like flip flops and like so in like no socks on. Oh, you like, was cooling it. I was cooling. Like, like, <laughs> like, no socks. I had on shades. I had on a sleeveless. I was like, yo, like. Everybody hating you. Bro, this is looking at me like I was crazy. Uh, I'll be disgusted with you. Yo, they, you they, better they, be filling up every water bottle. Word. <laughs> Don't bro, you dare. And I'm over there. And I'm over there hitting people with the yeah, bro. Like, you just got to fight through it, baby. Like, it's a long season. No, <laughs> no, none no of that from you. That. Nah, but I I came back a couple of days later. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> got my paperwork right, got my physical in, got my equipment. Equipment. <laughs> Yo, you know what's uh, you know what's a funny story. Um, I got one. It might be the same one. It's probably it probably it probably is. Uh, you go ahead. No, 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 not you. But I talk a lot on this. All right, man. Well, this this training camp story is like not even like in training camp. It's like the last day of training camp. All right, so we this is what our oh, freshman yeah. year, freshman year, yeah. yeah. So freshman year, we get done with training camp like mad hard, mad hot. Um, everybody, everybody knows at the end of the last day of training camp, they give us like two days off or something like that oh, before we got to get back. Everybody, get, everybody, everybody yeah. is on the same type of time, yeah. right? We getting Yo, active. Get to the football house at four o'clock. Like we gonna be getting after it. <laughs> bring the booze. Like bring all that. Bring I took everything. a nap. I took a nap because it was a hot practice that morning. Came back. Had the bottle. You prepared hand, yourself bro. for what was going to happen. You know what I mean, yeah. we all go. We all go to this party. Like it's whatever. Honestly, I think I pass out mad early because I'm a freshman. Don't know how to act. Get yep. way too drunk. Acting up. <laughs> the next Young Don. Day, I think I think it's the next day. I think we yeah, we might have had a meeting or something. We had a meeting the next day at like and this is after like a whole day of practice, right? Or not the next day, just a meeting late night because we had that day off. Meeting late night, nine PM. Coach gives us all a text. He's like, Yo, everybody to the football field, make sure your helmets are make sure you got oh, your helmets nah. on and your and, cleats and your on. Cleats on. <laughs> Yo, we get out there. <laughs> So we get out there. Nah. Coach is heated. He, Mind you, it's getting it's dark out by this point. Oh yeah, no, Dude. it's it's nine p.m. Another not, one. Yo, is that? All right. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Jameis Winston has just thrown another Dilford Dilford dime for a touchdown. To the same guy. To the That's same guy. To Marquez Callaway. Oh we are recording. It is Monday night football. Oh Jags God, Saints bro. thirteen to zero. That was yeah, a, and I I believe he has perfect completion rating right he now. Only, he only missing one. Oh, oh missed one. It's crazy. You can't start. Nah. Ooh, good catch. That's one hand. That's one hand too. Nah, bro. But that's hard. Look at that. And the knees count. Yeah, yeah nah. That's that's, he didn't even bring the second hand arm that's in, bro. Touchdown. Look at his Yo, yeah, nah. That's tough. Marquez Callaway about to break out this year. Yep, fantasy sleeper. Word. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, one of the freshmen on our squad, 
one of the freshmen on our squad gets caught up by campus police. No. Now way. the whole squad Tampa. is in trouble because they like they the campus police was like, "Yo, where where are you coming from?" He's like, "Oh, I'm coming from the football house." What? <laughs> like <laughs> out of all the places you could have been said you was coming from, you said the one place oh, you know damn well. <laughs> That you shouldn't have said. He gave wow. him the drop. All the football drop. players. So he snitched on the gang. Whole gang. The coach <laughs> comes out heated, bro. And thankfully, I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> he tells he tells all the seniors, because it's their team. You yeah, know how coaches yeah, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. This is y'all team, and this is how y'all wanna, you know, take care of your day off, et cetera, et cetera. He tells all of them to line up and they start doing the ladder. They start doing the ladder. Five back to the goal line. Ten back to the goal line. Nah. Fifteen back to the goal line. Bro, all the way stop. down. The it co- like never ended. It Meanwhile, felt like it never yeah. ended. Yeah. And my boy, <laughs> let me stop. Well, he's my boy now. Like, he cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, at that moment in time, because he was not my boy at that yeah, moment in time. Yeah. Oh boy, he, he had sprained his ankle. He oh, had sprained so he his ankle earlier all. that practice. Oh, he, he, <laughs> wasn't, he wasn't even playing? He wasn't even playing. He sprained his oh, ankle earlier nah. that practice or whatever it was. Oh, and nah. Then, Excuse my language. To... I would have whooped his ass. <laughs> A lot oh. of people would have. You would have had to wait in line. <laughs> Yo. Nah. Take a, take a ticket. <laughs> Yo. Nah. Yo, he, he tries to get out there nah. and start running the, the boot, ladder. With the boot. Come with on. the boot. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yo, lying, bro. Bro, not lying, bro. Yeah, I can't yeah. make this up, bro. <laughs> Mind you, this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, nah, that was something serious. Like that was a statement by Coach. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was a statement. That's when I was like, oh nah, we Yo. can't, we can't not never Yo. do nothing like this. <laughs> Yo, John. <laughs> John, run with the boot, bro. With the boot on. Yeah, the boot on, John. Because you know damn well. You ain't running with that boodle. You know damn well someone's going to tell you to stop. <laughs> like, you know one of the coaches. All right, that's, an, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> you overdoing it, bro. <laughs> that's a force, but yeah, bro. That, that isn't even the story I was thinking of. Were you doing the up-down joint? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, we got time. Yeah, we got time. We got time. So we were in the middle of training camp, and... Every college training camp or something, not maybe not every college training camp, I don't know. But at Stone Hill, we had rules, and there was a curfew. You had to be in your spot, your house. If you lived off campus, you had to be home. Uh, I think it was by 11, in by 11, something like that. Um, and so this is before school starts, you know, classes, anything. So there's not much to do outside of football um, on campus. But if you want to be wrecked and uh, you want to get active, I mean, you can always do that at your own <laughs> risk. <laughs> There's always a small party. So um, a couple of our boys, we're still super cool with them. Shout out to the boys, uh, Doherty, Biederman, Austin. uh, uh, Austin, yeah, yeah, because it was a rough day for them. So after practice, and this is late night, you know, they at the football house chilling, they're doing their thing. They start getting hungry. So they start, first of all, not probably not supposed to be at the football house. You're supposed to be at whatever your apartment is. I feel like I feel like yeah. So like only one of them lived there. Only one of them lived there. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing is, the other thing is like curfews probably at like ten o'clock. I want to yeah, say be, like yeah, ten I o'clock. Get in your room. The expectation is whatever you do in your room from that point on is on you. But you're just like yeah. out of harm's way. Yeah. Our mm. guys, our guys got a little hungry. And they're like, all right, word, y- y'all trying to make a quick move to, to Wendy's. 
It's right up the street. Nothing serious. Right up the street. Quick stop. Where is so? Just wanted a baconator. Somebody, somebody else got to be hungry. Somebody else got to be hungry. And you know, there's only one person that's hungry at that hour. They get in the drive-through. They order their food. For some reason, one of them has to get out the car while they're while they're in the drive-through. Behind them. Right in, behind them. In the drive-thru because it just so <laughs> happened that his son was hungry <laughs> at this moment in time. Yo. Is head coach, <laughs> head coach Tally, who said, oh, yo, if you break this curfew, there will be hell to pay. Yo, what happened, Jamel? <laughs> so even before that, though, they see Coach Tally and they didn't believe it was Coach Tally. <laughs> oh, they crazy. They looked at it and they was like, one of them was like, is that Coach Tally? He was like, nah, no way. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like, no, nah, it was. <laughs> that was him. Oh. And so the next day, Coach Tally got these, this shit is wrapped up. <laughs> like, he already <laughs> know the game plan going into the day. He like, y'all don't even know what I got in store for y'all. This motherfucker told him they had to do 50. 1,500 up-downs. Nah, they wait, couldn't wait, practice wait, wait. until it was done. Wait, 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 wait. 1,500. Was there like a deadline? They had to do it all in they one. No, bro. It was, they couldn't practice they until couldn't 1,500 practice until was up. Fi- yes, until 1,500 up-downs are done. You cannot get on this field and yeah. practice. Nah. This, is our, this is our starting linebacker, our yeah. starting Will linebacker at this point, or maybe he was our Mike. And then Either like way, two, and then yeah. two like I mean Beerman's in the rotation, yeah, rotation and Austin was in the rotation. Bro. Like, like fifteen hundred up down sounds insane, bro. And you can see them like when we was practicing. You, we first of all, uh, uh, Beerman's on the D line, so one of them's a D lineman, and so they was like our coach had us jog by them <laughs> while they was doing the up downs, yeah, and he was like, yeah. "All right, guys, say fuck you to Beerman <laughs> as a grand <laughs> I'm like, yo, that, that's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. But you just made a mistake, you know. But that was that, man. That's why I ain't never taking no risks in training camp. That was just not my thing. I was just going to buy by the rules. Um, wow. Do my little part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I don't want no problems. Uh, nah. But, nah, nice little story time. Training camp's always fun. Uh, we've been, we're in uh, week two, almost to week three of NFL preseason training camp. Uh, um, you know, preseason football, and, you know, it's been exciting. A lot of guys have been getting playing time, fighting for spots. Uh, and there have been, you know, a lot of injuries. But one thing uh, that is starting to happen are fantasy football drafts. Uh, everybody has been drafting. We, we, we three of us, uh, recently had a draft uh, as soon as yesterday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's an exciting time of year, especially if you got some money in and you can win some money. How many, uh, how many leagues are we in, guys? What's up? Yeah, I told myself I'd only do one this season. I'm in three, <laughs> but it's all good though. I mean, it's all good it is though. What it is. You gonna make it work? <laughs> you go. I know. You know how to go. Absolutely. You know. Well, what about you? I know. I think I'm in three. Right. Yeah, I got now. three. I yeah. got three as well. I think that's a nice, like, safe number. I hate when you have too many guys on too many teams of the same teams, and like, I got two. I got two teams. Yeah, One's cool. a Yahoo League. Kind of weird. A lot different. Looks a lot different. Yeah, I used Yahoo once and never went back to it. Didn't like it. Uh, I think NFL got the. I think NFL got the best. Got a nice little fancy platform. Yeah, it's sleek. Yeah, that's a word, right? Sleek? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There we go. 
Uh, but what's your draft strategy going in? I know uh, you don't want to – you mean, Don, you don't want to go too in-depth. You guys might still have – I don't know if I'm in any more leagues. With, oh, I am. Hey, man. Instead of that, let's just talk about how we feel about our teams. We don't uh, got to give away the strategy. Are you nah, sure? I mean, everybody not, even, everybody not even privy to y'all teams. We man. don't even yeah, care man. about your strategy. Yeah. yeah, people don't know about the teams. I mean, we ain't got to go in the stri- – we'll get into that at a later point, I guess. Because y'all is, you know. Nah, you know what? Let me not. Let me not. Let me not step on it. Go ahead. Pop your shit. What you mean? Pop your shit. I know you want to talk shit about your team. Go ahead. What you mean? You know I want to talk shit about my team. Yo, you. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. I'm I'm here, bro. I'm here. I'm here. Nah, my my man, my man hit the jackpot in the PPR league. He got Keenan Allen. He got Tyreek Hill. It's over for the league, honestly. If they take fire. No, yeah, those are some wide receiver ones. Absolutely. At, at the very least, so. And Keenan Allen is going to get him at least 10 points a week off of catches. Just off of catches. That's not even if you <laughs> include yardage. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say the least. Yeah, it's interesting. I think fantasy football uh, is going to be a good time. I think we'll keep you guys updated on our waiver wire insights and anything we can help provide. Here's a here's a thought. Big here's year from Odell. From Odell? Yeah, he needs a huge comeback year for sure. But here's a thought like obviously obviously like everybody that plays fantasy football has not played football. Like yeah. at least like an organized in an yeah. organized manner. How do y'all how do y'all kind of differentiate or what's your strategy behind like fantasy football and regular football and how do you guys like how are y'all able to tell the difference? Because I know a lot of people see stuff on fantasy football and think, oh, because this guy performs, or even worse, because this guy doesn't perform in fantasy, that he's not like that. Yeah. It just comes down to, um, I mean, there's a lot of different factors into it, but like ultimately with fantasy, it just comes down to um, a, a big word that is used a lot is volume and opportunity. Um and that's that's really a key um, in in a, in a game because it is a game. Um, so when you're talking about strategy, um, ultimately, like it's it's volume and opportunity combined with obviously you want talented players on your team. So if you can get the two, then I mean that's key. But I mean a lot of cases you can have a really talented player, but if he's not seeing a lot of like volume opportunities and it's going to be tough um, for, for him to return on whatever you invested into that player. Um, but I feel like I, I've come across people and I don't, I don't like to name people casuals and I won't say that they're casuals, but yeah. like <laughs> the people that like will openly be like, yo, this player sucks because they don't perform. And I'm just looking yeah. at them like, yo, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, yeah, you have no, you have no clue how this person impacts the game and in how many different ways, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it is like context circumstance. Like if you're not including the players around that player and potentially how that impacts them, like you can't look at a wide receiver and not look at the quarterback who's also throwing the ball to him or, um, you know, the running back and, like, looking at the type of offense that they're working in. Like, is this a place where he's going to get, like Rashad said, the opportunity to to be an impact player? And what? And then thinking about what would stop this player from doing so? 
all right, this team has a bad defense. They're always going to be throwing the ball. They're not going to run the ball. Bad offensive line. Like yeah, battle line. Quarterback's not going to have enough time. Sacks are negative points. Um, and, I mean, it's just you got to look at every situation and take what you can from it in regards to, like, what's tangible, like what's going to be there no matter what. But also look at the other factors that might have a bigger role in um, that player's output and, you know, determining how their season actually ends up. Um, and a lot of it just takes some foresight and luck, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, we can't avoid that. <laughs> like, that's, the, that's, the, that's the cool part about it, too. Like, that's why even if you don't play football, everybody feels like you got a chance. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, you can be – you can you can yeah. put all the research into it you want. Like someone like me, you could put in all the research and – All 500 you know, mock drafts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can very well come not – come in, come in last place because I have – my my top guys are hurt or you know whatever situation may arise uh for that player situation so um i mean fantasy is a lot a lot i would say half of it is 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 luck in my opinion uh trades 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 are huge in fantasy like i feel like you all like you can always catch somebody slipping in fantasy if they if they got like a if they need a win and they and, and they got and they got somebody missing for that week, and you might have some for them. Some people will sell out, and, and especially people that be like zero and five or like one and four through the yeah. first few weeks. Word. That's what you gotta get looking, them. They start looking for everything. Like, <laughs> all right, what's the answer? Oh no, nah, yeah, people don't understand. It get it get ruthless. It's a it's a dog eat dog. It's world, unforgiving. Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you it gotta, can, it can you gotta get know grimy. what you're doing before you get, press accept. <laughs> It could, it, could, it could definitely get grimy, you know. Your own homies, you know, do you do you dirty in here? And it's but it, it's it's funny. That's what makes it fun too. Like especially, um, I mean, wait, what also makes it cool too is like the the people. You will definitely, I think it ideally, it's good to have you know people that you know, um, doing it with you. I think the experience with it will be a lot better if that's the case. Um, just because it's fun and you know bragging rights stuff like that. Um. So yeah, now yeah, I definitely feel that uh, fantasy is always one of those things. Like I, I look forward to every year, yeah. and um, you know I couldn't be more excited for this fantasy season. I think you know with the trades, I think the big thing is like always looking at what somebody has and saying like, all right, what do you need? Like I'm not even gonna tell you who I want or what I'm looking for. None of that. Like. What do you need? <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> you kind of got to be a salesman to some extent. And really, oh, yeah. you know, guys always trying to talk up their guys like, yo, he's pretty good. Like, you know, dude just went down. He's going to get more targets, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. Fan- I know everybody got their own philosophy. Fancy be having me thinking I'm a, I'm a GM. I'm going to hold you. Not just you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, yo, I'm in the lab. Like, <laughs> Fantasy football is part of the reason these players' salaries are so high. So, I mean, the fantasy world, universe, makes so much money in general um, in the sports world. So, I mean, fantasy football is a goldmine. Every year, they're promoting this on purpose. That's why there's 15 different fantasy shows you can watch and dive into, you know, the players and, you know, sleepers and everything like that. Like, it's really a lifestyle for a lot of people. Yeah. So what do we think looking at the second week of the preseason? Or wait, no. This might have been so I think 
This is week. Second week, I think. This might be week three. Week three, right? Because oh, it, week three game yeah. two. Yeah. For many teams, yeah. aside yeah. from beside the Cowboys yeah. and the Steelers. Um, I mean, this game right now we watching. Um, I mean, just to get some out there. Uh, the Saints QB situation. I mean, this is one of the more important games. Um, for teams like like the Saints, just because they're trying to figure out their quarterback competition. Broncos, um, Drew Lock and Teddy. Um, been hearing good things about both guys. Uh, they got to make a decision obviously soon. So yeah, I've heard uh, Teddy. The reports are coming out of Broncos uh, camp that you know he's playing really well. They really credited his uh, awareness as a quarterback. I think that's one thing Drew Lock really struggled with last year. Um, and with Teddy, you kind of get the adverse effect of that with somebody yeah. who's comfortable, poised, able to make the right decisions. Um, but it's, you, obviously, he's pushing Drew Locke, though. Like, Drew Locke has some talent. He's not, like, a complete lost cause. Uh, but it's an uphill battle for him with that QB battle, just based on how he played last year. And I know the O-line wasn't great, but there are a lot of weapons, and they need someone to capitalize it on it ASAP. And Teddy looks like it might be the better bet of the two. Uh, but we'll find out more going forward. It's definitely a good QB competition over in Denver, though. Uh, Rashad, you were talking about um, the Pats O line this past week. How'd you? What'd you think about them? You said they were looking good, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I liked what I seen from New England. Um, I don't know how much. I know I heard the the commentators <clears throat> uh, like calling the game. Uh, I wasn't sure, how, like, what if the Pats ones were going up against a mix of the Eagles ones and twos or whatever the case may have been. But yeah. um, hey, Levin's out there for football. Got to play him. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, for sure. But I mean, if you got your starters against guys who are, you know, some of some of them coming off the street, and that's no disrespect to any of those uh, types of players. Um, but. Um, yeah, uh, I think, like, the offensive line also is one of those, like, yeah, granted, it's preseason, and we talked about that a lot off of the pod, about how much stock we put into preseason. Um, but I think as far as the O-line, I was really impressed by doing this O-line. Um, I honestly don't think, just based off what I've seen, I don't think Philly was wanted to play. <laughs> yeah. To be Philly, honest. You said they didn't want to I don't play? Think, I don't think they wanted to play. I don't think they wanted to play. It didn't look like it. It did. It, the thirty-five to zero in the preseason. Like you gotta give me something in preseason. <laughs> you yeah. Like y'all, like y'all are trying like, to make the yeah, team. You yeah, feel me? Like nah. You know and, that, I mean? and that's the thing. Like that's what I don't like about preseason. Is like, like you go out there sometimes and you just see like you you watch some terrible football and like you see professionals like the the Broncos, the uh, Titans, Bucks game thirty-four to thirty-four to three. That, just like, that's cool. I mean, well, it's not cool actually. But for those who are on the team or anyone on the organization, yeah, but like nah. you gotta. Like, jobs are on the line. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like always a depth assessment. Like, when I think of like winning preseason games, like if you're winning, I feel like it's because you either got good like play calling and coaching combined with good talent on the field who's making plays. And like, I, I would assume the better you do in preseason, um, you know the 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 more you're getting out of it for your players. I get. I mean, maybe not the more you're getting out of it. Uh, because you learn more from losses than wins. But, I mean, it just feels like those guys have good depth going into the season. Like, all right, we're not going to see these guys every week. But these guys out here, like, if they come in for a few plays a game, 
you know, it's not going to be too much of a drop off compared to some teams where it's like the starters and the depth look the same. Like, yeah. I can't tell who's who. So at that point, it's like, all right, well, this whole team might be in trouble. Um, and O-line, it, that's, a, that's a role that requires continuity. And preseason is a great time to build on that. And um, a lot of teams are struggling with that continuity on the O-line. Um, and so that's just something to always keep an eye out for, for sure. Uh, even, you know, going over to the Bengals and what the, they're doing. They've had some O-line troubles this preseason. You know, Zach, <clears throat> Zach Taylor came out and said, you know, he doesn't know who the starting guards are yet. Um, and to hear that from your head coach talking about, you know, the type of competition you're having up front with multiple O-line positions, that's nerve-wracking for a quarterback for an offense, for a fan. Like. I mean, their quarterback is coming off a ACL injury because he couldn't get that protection last year. So, Yeah, it's just very – it's a very delicate situation. Like, when, you, when you're dealing with positions you need and you don't have them going into the season and you got to battle for someone who's, like, the best of the worst, like, that's just not a place any coach wants to be in. I think this year more so than ever, like, because we've talked about it, just talking with – with you all, like, uh, like the importance of an offensive line. Like, I've been key, like, keyed in whenever I watch now, like, on the offensive line. I know Jamel said when he watches a game, because we talked about how we watch, like, how we literally sit down and watch a game. And now I'm starting to key in more on the offensive line and just understanding the value of that um, alone. Because that can, you know, if you, have a, if you have a great offensive line and, you know, at the very least, you're giving your – it comes down to the quarterback and the skilled positions um, after that. So you're giving your guys a shot. Like, when you don't have offensive lines and it's like, all right, well, we can't really, Nobody really has get a, a look. Yeah, we can't get a yeah. look. Like, it all has to come together. Like, everything has to mesh um, when you're talking about, you know, in season, like a playoff caliber team or even like a Super Bowl Why do you say that? contending team. Why do I say that? Yeah. Um, I mean, for example, the Super Bowl. Um, we, we talked about it too. Like, you know, you can have the best quarterback in the NFL, and you can have like two of the top uh, receiver, pass receiver, receiver pass and tight end yeah. in NFL history. Uh, I know Travis Kelsey will, at least will go down as one of the top in NFL history. But I mean, you could have again, you could have the best skill positions in the world, but if you don't have that protection, like Mahomes didn't have, he didn't have his two starting tackles, I believe it was. Yep. You're going I think to there was against, three guys missing. Yeah. yeah. like <laughs> A depth piece. You know too. what I mean? Yeah, like, crazy. offensive line. Like, I see why these guys get paid so much. Um, and the things that they do are invaluable towards the team's success, in my opinion. So, oh, yeah, very good points for sure. Um, you know, another team having that same old line trouble, uh, we go over to the Chicago Bears. You know, we were talking Yo. about. We <laughs> were watching that, that one. <laughs> that QB situation. And Justin Fields, I mean, welcome to the NFL. Uh, if y'all ain't see that hit, I might just put the audio of the hit in here just so y'all can listen to it. His helmet came off. Because his, his helmet, helmet flew off. off. That man, like, that game didn't wasn't slow today, that day. So, yeah, you I mean, mean, it was an edge blitz that wasn't picked up by nobody. I mean, that's not like, you know what I mean? That shit was quick. Running backwards <laughs> in the flat. That shit happened fast. No, it definitely did. But, um, but, like, if you watch the play, like, 
the tackle didn't even look at the blitz, man. He he went straight inside, and it was over at that point because he came steaming. Well, yeah, so my theory was on this play because I said the right tackle is supposed to cover that inside gap. Like, you're supposed oh to get that gosh, guy inside. Bro. And now they got the running back running to the flat. I didn't know if he was supposed to chip that DN Definitely. to give him some time. Or or what that was supposed to be. I like. I feel like that was the wrong assignment on his part. Um, but I'm sure somebody got flamed for this because old boy took the meanest hit of the preseason. <laughs> yo, he, yo, he looked crazy. I was just like, I remember we were watching the game. I'm like, yo, Donovan, what do you think Fields is thinking right now? Yeah, like, straight up, straight up. He just <laughs> wanted to cuss out his old line, but he decided, oh, yeah. let me just turn around and pick up my. No, the way he picked up his helmet, like. <laughs> He's like every the body, 50, the body language, people bro, just saw me. <laughs> the body language says it all, bro. Yeah. Like, Cause then I again, like, go back. You ain't got an offensive line, and it's like, you know, your quarterback start seeing things that aren't even there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, bro? Sam, like, it, Sam becomes, Darnold, it becomes uh, a mental. Sam Darnold when he was with the Jets was, was quoted hit. for seeing ghosts. <laughs> Yo, okay, did you um field, so. it was funny because he had like a, he, a, had a press. he had like a presser and he was talking about they were like talking about Something along the lines of like protection and him being hit a lot, and he was like, "Yeah, like I'm used to it." Like <laughs> coming from New York, that's like, not shade though. It can't be shade if it's true. Yeah, exactly. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean, shit, they traded him, so he's tough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that those Bears' O line troubles are, are huge. I mean, even when you're talking about the quarterback competition, because I don't want. You know the- how crazy that looks, though. What the hit? No. Oh, <laughs> that shit look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the hit looked wild, bro. My man's soul looked like it left his body. Word. But, yo, nah, the Raiders are sick, bro. The Raiders are really <laughs> sick, bro. Like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, bro. Like, y'all let him go while he was at the top of his game. Now y'all y'all see, y'all realizing what happened. Like, nah, we can get him back. Let me, let, let's see if Word. we can ship That's off. That's exactly like, what we need. Yeah, this is what we need. <laughs> trying to get your girl back. Like, word, it's your word, bro. 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 Like, trying to get, try get your shorty back. Yeah, she I gotta, on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's already, that man she got, got a new, new man now. <laughs> like, come on. Where she treat me right? <laughs> for, for everyone, for everyone. Lost your, lost your shorty to a Midwest guy. Yo, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> he wear man Uggs. <laughs> And, and you ain't gonna pull up to the Midwest to get her back. <laughs> nah, for nah. for everyone for everyone who's not hit, uh, it was reported today. I want to say that uh, Khalil Mack, yeah. Khalil Mack was receiving interest from none other than his old flame, the Raiders, uh, to try and come back. Um, but you know, like Nap said, that shit might have might have sailed. Yeah, apparently they were like, yeah, we needed to trade him so that we could open up space to get the assets we needed. And now that we've gotten those assets as a foundation, he'd be great on our defense to help our That's guys. That's so disrespectful <laughs> as a foundation. Like word, like like bro, I am the foundation. Yeah, like man, what do you like, you build around me? Not let me go to build, because <laughs> ain't none ain't none was built correctly. Clearly, in the last couple of years, I mean they haven't nah. exceeded expectations. They haven't met expectations. I'm sure. Yeah, defensively, no. So definitely not defensively. I mean, they've had the one of the worst defenses in the league like five years oh, in a row. Come on. Wow. Come on, Trevor. What do we think about? Um, have you guys seen much about Penny Sewell and and his 
O-line troubles or his little education to the NFL thus far? I guess he's been struggling a bit. Yeah, so I want to take it with a grain of salt uh, because he, he switched positions. Like, he's played his entire career at left tackle, and now he's a right tackle. Um, and just the transition hasn't been as easy for him as they, they would have hoped. He's been uh, struggling. It looks kind of apparent. Um, he just looks uncomfortable, uh, according to some reports coming out of their camp. And that makes sense. It's just, um, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but O-line is one of those positions. It's it's really a slow burn. Like, it takes a lot for these guys to develop, and you need a game experience. you got to get used to the play calling, um, the blocking schemes, and all of that let alone changing positions entirely and learning a new role. So, I mean, it's tough to see because you, you want him to start off really strong, and he definitely still can, uh, but it looks like, you know, he's got some work to do, um, which is pretty normal of uh, most guys. I mean, it's, it's normal. Like, I think we put so much pressure on, like, profession, like young professional athletes, like newfound professional athletes to, like, go out there and perform instantly. And, like, obviously there are some guys that like, you expect to go in. But, like, I think with football especially, like, such as playing in the offensive line and switching positions, like, I think you got to, again, take that with a grain of salt because I was mentioning, you know, off the pod earlier, um, like, with offensive linemen, like, they sometimes are – they're still – they're all pros at age, like, 33, 34 years old. So I can see that being the the case for Penny Sewell, just given his trajectory and his projections as far as the type of talent that he's he's said to be um, coming out of Oregon. Uh, I'm not too worried about a, a rookie offensive lineman. Um, again, just because that's one of those positions like it takes a while to to develop. Um, just like other positions too, like yeah. we talked about the Bengals and. Their struggles, not only at offensive line, but in particular, Jamar Chase um, struggling too. Um, again, I don't think for him it doesn't have any impact on his long-term trajectory just because he's such a talented individual. But um, you want to talk more about what's it's been a bad look. What's been happening in preseason and with the Bengals? Yeah, so uh, it's been a little tough for Jamar Chase early on, uh, but uh, we spoke last week on the pod about how he, there were some reports coming out of his camp about um, him not getting as much separation as, as he needs to or, or they thought he would and not you know dropping a few passes. Um, and then in the most recent preseason game, uh, I think he dropped three passes that were catchable balls. Um, and so there was a little more concern following that. Um, and, and so it, right now it seems he's behind T Higgins, Tyler Boyd on the depth chart. Uh, but as Rashad said, the long-term trajectory of like his career and what he brings to the table, um, is definitely still there. I, there's no reason to worry about it. Um, you know, obviously, uh, there's just reports going out cause people want to say anything about anything right now. Um, and it is, you know, annoying, I guess I would say, um, that he doesn't just like play well right out the yeah. gate, but I mean, that's being greedy as a fan. That's being greedy as, as like, you know, Spectator. ownership. Yeah. Um, you know, to, su to some extent, because the, some of these guys' jobs are on the line. So they do need these guys to play, like, quickly. Uh, but that's not on them as players. Like, I shouldn't have to worry about you and your job because you was fucking up before, and now you need me to play well uh, today. Like, at some point, um, I think he's going to hit his stride, and then, you know, at that from that point on, it, it'll be uh, 
you know, we'll see yeah. what happens. I mean, ultimately, too, like, I've been thinking about it, like, yeah, like, all this talk, like, because only, like, this far, we've only had preseason and preseason games and and reports and speculation, you know what I mean? But, like, when it's all said and done, like, you always hear about, like, when it comes down to it, like, when the lights are on, like, you know, Sunday, like, dudes show up. And I can see Jamar Chase being one of those dudes because, I mean, he's coming from LSU where he's played in front of hundreds of thousands of people every Saturday. I mean. And, uh, and put up identical numbers to Devontae Smith. So, I mean, like, when you factor in like that, I think, honestly, for a lot of these guys, when it comes down to it, it's like, all right, like, I'm just trying to, like, go out there on game day and just ball out. Like, just a gamer. Like, he strikes me as, like, a, just a gamer, like. There's obviously going to be struggles in in preseason and practice. Like that's what it, that's what like you're there for. But like when it matters the most, like certain guys is rise to the occasion. And I can see him being one of those dudes just because of the line of you know football history that he has, um, and just where he, he comes from. Like again, LSU, plenty of guys from LSU in the NFL, and I mean, yeah, they have a nice track rec- record of producing top tier guys for NFL teams. And he's a young guy, young guy. He's twenty, he's twenty-one. Uh, so I mean, he's got, he's been in the NFL for a few months. <laughs> he's been at training camp for a few weeks. Like, yeah. uh, ultimately, um, you know, during the season, if this becomes a thing, like, like I guess that point, you might be a little more worried. But right now, um, you know, it is what it is. Take it with a grain of salt and just hope he clears it up before week one, uh, more than anything. Um, now, I know uh, one of the. Saddest things, uh, unfortunately, this week was with uh, the New York Jets. Uh, they lost Carl Lawson to a torn Achilles, uh, suffered in practice last Thursday. Um, and they recently just paid him uh, a good amount of guaranteed money as well. He's definitely supposed to be one of the new anchors on that defense that they're trying to rebuild over there um, in New York. And, just, you know, it's not ideal. This is not something you you hope to happen for a veteran like Carl Lawson. And, and you know, Robert Saul is probably – uh, not in the best of spirits, He's to say sick. the least. <laughs> He's sick. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I thought when I saw that, like, obviously you feel bad for the for the player, and yeah, you feel bad for the player. He can't have his season. But like for me, I instantly thought of like Salah and the defensive mind that he brings. I'm sure he had plans for for Carl Lawson, and like three years, forty five mil. Like and you can't even use them, like that. That's unfortunate. Um, and again, like Robert Sala, like he want he wants his defense. Like we know what he did with with San Francisco and how he was able to to build a, a defense and one of the best defenses um, over the past few years. Um, and you can only imagine again with like the plans that he had uh, with Carl Carl Lawson, and now that's just gone. Because of a, a ACL tear, MCL, uh, Achilles, Achilles, yeah. just as bad or worse, um, uh, probably worse. So, but yeah, it's very unfortunate for the Jets. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of positive things too coming out of their training camp, so it's not all negative with the team. Um, Zach Wilson has been getting good reports. He's been throwing the ball really well. Uh, in the last game, he threw the ball really well. Um, that kind of reassured them a little bit more, uh, but. I mean, we'll know more in week one uh, and during the regular season. Yeah. I'm excited for Zach Wilson and the Corey Davis connection because it was good. Zach Wilson's been feeding Corey Davis. Yeah, what, what was it? Four four 
was it four targets or four catches in a quarter? Yeah, well, he had on the game he had four catches for seventy yards. So it might have been both. It might he might have caught every pass. Yeah, and I know the game prior. The game prior, he had uh, the prior preseason game. Um, the stat line was pretty, pretty crazy. So I, I want to see. I'm glad. Um, like as a young as a young quarterback, um, he's able to have a reliable target. Yeah, um, a nice weapon and Corey Davis because that's only going to help with his development. And I mean, we want to see good quarterback play. Like the Jets have not had, uh, yeah, they haven't had good, decent yeah. quarterback since like Mark Jens, Sanchez's peak. Yeah, but I, w- I want to see. Uh, hopefully that continues. I mean, it seems like a, a budding connection that's going on um, in New York. But defensively, uh, Carl Lawson leaving is, is a huge, huge blow. Yeah, it's definitely tough for them. And, um, you know, seeing uh, uh, Zach Wilson plays well is definitely definitely helpful, uh, but doesn't, you know, ease the burn of the, the whole situation on the defensive side of things. Uh, but in talking about those quarterbacks, uh, the young quarterbacks coming up, Trey Lance as well. Um, now, there's a QB competition over in San Francisco. And, you know, Jimmy G and Trey Lance have both gotten a good amount of time in preseason games. They've... Uh, had their ups and downs. Trey Lance, in particular, has had his ups and downs in training camp. But you can see the spark that he brings to that offense um, and the potential there. Uh, but Shanahan still refused to name a week one starter. Um, and so he's still budding his time and just waiting for uh, until he's, you know, 100% sure. I think he should probably just roll with Jimmy G and then bring Trey Lance in. But You think so? Yeah, yeah. I, think I, li- I, liked, I liked what I saw of Trey Lance this, this past weekend. Now – I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready to go yet because, like, I agree. He was holding the ball way too long trying to figure out, like, the perfect place to yeah. to put these passes. And, like, he was just thinking a lot back there. But you could tell when it comes to escapability, keeping yeah, plays alive. Run. And then, more importantly, he had a, a couple beautiful deep balls. Yeah. And so he can throw the rock, no doubt. It's just a matter of, like, yo, how do we get this kid... Refining that skill set. Yeah, and, like, not thinking so much. And, like, obviously those things aren't going to happen anytime soon. Like, you're a rookie unless you're, you know, the creme de la creme. But it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see, like, what his development looks like throughout the season. I would hope. I would hope at some point, like, they make that change. Just because, like, I think think the same way... Not even the same way, but like the Bears, like their trajectory immediately changes with Justin Fields. Like, I think you could, I think you could definitely win at least you know two more games probably with with Trey Lance yeah. behind the helm, barring catastrophic turnovers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I um, I've been hearing like Shanahan plans to like throw him in packages at various points throughout the game, which I think could like ease into him taking the starting job like i've seen that as a as a ravens fan with flacco and lamar lamar jackson what do you think about that when you when it was happening do you remember how you thought about that when it was oh happening? it was bro it was exciting like as a fan it was exciting um and i'm sure like as a player it's exciting too because you're getting a new energy like from that type of quarterback who who has now today we're seeing more and more quarterbacks with the escapability and, and the ability to use their legs to either improvise, create more plays, or get out of certain situations. Like for me, I think that like I talk about all the time that the NFL is shifting more to that that type of quarterback. Um, 
But I think with the Niners situation, like, and not only their situation, but with the Bears, like, they have the, the, the quote-unquote number two guys on the depth chart, such as Trey Lance and Justin Fields, who can provide that, that new, like, energy and spark coming off the bench because they're, they're dynamic players. Yeah, I mean they can break so. they can uh break the door off its hinges ultimately. Like yeah. the it's like the ceiling for what they could have there. Um it's like if they can maximize on it. And in particular Trey Lance with uh Kyle Shanahan, I mean, once he nails that system and he gets it, like I think he'll go off. It just sounds like with the coaches, like just them hearing them talking, like I just honestly think it's one of those situations where they're just waiting cuz they don't I think there's politics involved too. I don't think they want to write off their, you know, their Kronko, their guy, such as the number one, aka Andy Dahl and aka Jimmy G. Like they don't want to like. It's the politics behind it. We know like how that sometimes goes. Like yeah. you know, these guys have relationships too, but you know sometimes that becomes intertwined with football. I think, um, but the the coaches, I don't think they want like when the media asks them like, all right, who's the quarterback? Like they don't just want to like. Say, I think they have. I think they know what's best for the team. My but. problem is when they just like say like dumb shit that like just leads you in the wrong direction. Like when they say like all oh, like you know still like still like competition. Like we don't have a starter at all. Like we mean you don't have a, you you have to have some type of idea. <laughs> like like what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, but. Nah, it just it just brings me back to Matt Nagy with like it's just like, dude, like if you're not gonna at least give guys like a, a equal opportunity to go out there and like at least show you their part, then what what are we what are we wasting what are we, money? What are we doing? What are we wasting money and time for? Like, are the Bears gonna are the Bears gonna be are the Bears gonna be anything this year enough? To the point where it's like, yeah, no, Justin Fields shouldn't be their quarterback. Listen, man. Ain't no way. Uh, a wise man once said, <clears throat> and I quote, Justin Fields is going to have a great career, but right now, it's my time. Yeah. The red rifle. The red rifle. That that wise man ain't that wise. Yo, what what was your first reactions when you read that shit? Cause I busted out laughing. Yeah, like no, real I, like real real life laughing. Yeah, no, like, I, I had tears. I had tears. I was looking I was looking like up to see if I was like on a fake football page. Like, yeah, nah, I thought it was a meme. Like, oh nah, yo, me too. I, I really did. Yo, nah, nah. I I I'm dead ass. Dead I thought serious. it was too. I, I didn't I thought I thought he was I thought he was joking. Um this man's dead serious. He said that. Nah. I I get it, I get what he's trying to like do, cause cause I mean, I get it. I get I what he's trying to do, it. but like, cause it's like, all right, like bet on yourself. You feel me? Like yeah. bet on yourself. I think he was trying to say it more so, but I think it's the way he said it. Like everybody kind of knows what like what your you guys are headed in. Like you guys traded yeah. up for him. Like they the Bears traded up for it to get him. Like we know what's about to happen. Like the inevitable is gonna happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of time and performance and situations, whatever. It, it, like, it, it's like one of those situations where yeah. you, it, it just needs to be clear for everybody to see, not like the teammates, Andy, the city of Chicago. 
They need to all see the difference in play. Nah, but to play devil's advocate, like we're talking about the court, so you ain't like, gotta cool. save him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, but I'm just saying, like, I get the confidence, and again, bet on yourself, Andy. I mean, I'm, I ain't mad at it. You can say yeah, like, that, but what, you like, cannot, what is he, what is he supposed to say? He, like, not that. <laughs> he ain't gotta say all that. Yeah. Yeah, look, man. I'm he just doing my job. He told yeah. <laughs> nah, he, 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 he definitely shouldn't have said that. He said he's going to have a great career. But right now, it's my time. It's my time. And no, Andy, your time was in Cincinnati. Your time is up. It is Justin's time. And you and your delusional ass head coach need to go sit in a closet <laughs> and think about some things. Let me let me try and plug Devon in real quick because this was real. This is real funny. <laughs> I, I had to answer that post with like, you know, his teammates definitely don't believe in this. Oh, <laughs> What does Devon say? Be like, he goes, they definitely laughing harder than we are now because they see him every day, every rep. <laughs> every rep. They look at Andy Dalton like, it's your time? <laughs> really? <laughs> you think so? Huh? <laughs> Ah, we'll see. We'll see about that, buddy. It definitely don't help his case. Justin Fields throws a thirty-yard field out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nah, but yeah, man. I thought. I, I actually, I, I thought it was. I had to check to see you, like, <laughs> what the, the source was. Yeah. Do homie got a blue check or? Like, Word, who's right? the source? All right, yo. Just to switch gears, I don't know whether it's hard knocks. And because I'm seeing him so much or what, but Micah Parsons is like the real, the real, real deal. Now he that boy. Yeah, like we can stop clowning Dalton for two seconds to get back to some real shit. Like yeah, he yeah. he's like that. He's around the ball every single play. Every single play. Um, and I think it's actually crazy interesting because that linebacking core for the Cowboys is deep now. Like having Micah Parsons up there. They recently got Leighton Vander Esch, who was a first-round pick, and he's benched for Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal. Um, and Dan Keanu Neal came from the Falcons with Dan Quinn, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he, it looks like Micah Parsons and him are the starters. Then you got Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch coming off the bench. And Jalen Smith's contract is a pretty sizable deal. And uh, Leighton Vander Esch, I mean, he was really hyped up his first year in the league. I mean, he was – they thought he was going to be like the next Luke Keekley or something like that. So, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, it was not that. But um, injuries took a toll on him, but they have a really deep linebacker room. And Micah Parsons seems to be like the head dog. Like, he looks like he's going to be the one to get like 100 tackles, like easy this year. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm excited for him. He, he's playing exactly like he thought he would and, and better. Yeah, I mean, the one thing from Hard Knocks, like, if, if I could have my mom pull up to the game, like, Michael Parsons' mom's pulls up to the game, bro, like, I would Word, really be, be in lit. there killing it. <laughs> Biggest mean, fan. Facts, man. And uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see this Hard Knocks episode. I think we'll come up tomorrow. So, yeah, so you'll be listening to the – the Hard Knocks will be out by the time you hear this podcast. But Ben DiNucci is getting cut. <laughs> what he throw? What he throw this this week? My man threw three picks in a preseason game. Nah, it's <laughs> over for you, and that's gonna be on Hard Knocks because they pointed him out in episode two. They talked about him real quick, and he fighting for a job. Ain't no job safe. Da 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 da. And now his job is gone. <laughs> 
I ain't no way he could he bouncing back from that. So he had honestly way too much screen time for that hard docs yeah, episode. For my, like, yo, they <laughs> had all these defensive draft picks, and I get Michael Parsons great, but I want to hear about the rest of the defensive draft picks and how they doing because. Yeah, yeah, yo, they got like a six three, six three cornerback, six four yeah, cornerback, bro. Or something like, like that. I'm like, like, how is he doing? Like, yeah, but they got a, they got a lot of stuff in the tuck. But it's also the Cowboys, so it's like, <laughs> take everything with a grain of salt. Um, but Michael Parsons does look like the real deal, no doubt about that. Yeah, he's a dog. What we got? Anything else? Nah, I mean. Yeah, we we wrap it. We wrapping it up for for season one, then. Yeah, man. We appreciate every person who took the time to listen to any part of any one of our podcasts. Uh, and if you've listened to more than one, you hold a special place in my heart. I really do appreciate you. Yeah, hey, shout not out. not just his heart, all of our hearts, man. Sure. We um, we truly appreciate the love and support that we've been getting. Since we started this thing just over eight months ago now, and it's crazy to think that uh, we've we've gotten this far and we've gotten through this much time, and we're about to head into season two of Zone Talk, which I'm I'm really excited for. We got some new things to show you guys. We got yep. we got some we got some new things to add into the pod. Um, some things I think that really get a lot of people more. More engaged, more, more involved, more yeah. engaged, more more of everything. You yeah, know? Um, yeah. I'm thankful, um, you know, for the listeners, um, everybody that supported us uh, from the start. Um, those who are still listening, uh, I'm glad to be on the pod with all of you guys. Um, I mean, we talking about years of of friendship and you know, you know, bonding off of the game of football and relationships being built off the game of football and turning into something, you know. Positive. Able people are able to see, you know, that that relationship we all have um, together, and I think, you know, that that's important for us. Um, and I'm glad, you know, I'm able to have that. Um, you know, sit around, shoot this shit, talk about football. Like, you know, I could do that all day. Word. So <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Nah, I yeah, feel that. I mean, this has been great. <laughs> this has been great so far. It's been season one, man. We're gonna we're gonna take a little a little break next week. Probably till what? Week one? Till week one. We'll week be, one. We'll be back right after that first game. Yeah. Yep. And boy, we'll be coming right back to you guys, you know. Refreshed, so. recharged, and ready to go. Zone mm-hmm. Talk Season 2 coming soon. Stay tuned. Follow us on all of our socials. Uh, at Zone Talk Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And tell a friend before Season 2 come out. Stay tuned. Love y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Zone Talk. Zone Talk. Zone Talk. Peace. If you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go Yeah, never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before I left my main hoe, now my side my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Before my plane close, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low Richard Paul still gon' live by the same code Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those I got drugs up in my system, I might go off hey. Quarter on the beat, I told him go off I ain't never been the type to show off And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed It's still my buy a crib from north up to Pross Be kill these niggas, bite me hard I feel like holy, feel these niggas flex Too hard, they care about hoes, for real yeah. Top speed.
B-O-D, low key on me, top speed, O-D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed, yeah. I'ma go top speed.